They found, uh, you know, they, they visited each other. They were standing at the door of Rabbi's yeshiva. So Amrlui said, now we heard yesterday that if you shecht a non-carbon in the Beis HaMikdash, it's Aser Bahana De Raisa, and if you make Kaddish Anisha with it, it does not work. So now the Gemara is going to say there are Tanoyim that seem to say not like that. The Gemara says Tanya. Hamakadish bepetach amar. Okay, we also said yesterday in the Mishnah there are other things that are also deraisa, also bahana, petach amar and basavachalov. But we said yesterday petach amar. There's one opinion who disagrees before, uh, before it's decapitated. There was one opinion who disagreed, and basavachalov. There was one opinion that disagreed. So basavachalov and petach amar is a machloikes. Now we're going to say. Also, a machloikis is chulin shenish chadu ba'azar. Nine lines into the page, nun chasam ralf. Hamakadish petach amar bas bechal bechulin shenish chadu ba'azara. Rav Shimon Omer mikudeshes. Chomar any mikudeshes. Rav Shimon says that if you're mikadish with all any of these, it works because he holds the naras bana. So bas bechal we had yesterday that's such a shita. Petach amar we had yesterday such a shita, and now chulin shenish chadu ba'azara. Also such a shita. So Chulun Shanish Khubazara, we're saying also we just started. Uh Khulun Shanish Khubazara, Rav Shimon Shita is seemingly that it's not Asr Bahana. Okay. Alright, first of all. Rav Shimon's a Tana. Shimon's a Tana, you could argue. So Rav Shimon seems to hold that if you shecht a non-carbon in the base Amigdash, it is not Asr Bahana. Here's the problem. He holds that the Isser Hana is not the Raisa for an animal that's not a carbon that was shecht in the base of Mikdash. Here's the problem. Or many have a contradiction. If you shechted an animal that's not holy in the base of Mikdash, you have to burn it. And, and it must be an Isser Bahana de Raisa because even a Chaya. The Isser is extended to Chayas. They were Geyser, and they extended the Isser to Chayas as well. So you see that Rav Shimon holds that Chulun Shinish Lazar is Taka Asid Raisa. So is it Asid Raisa or not? He's saying that if you make Kaddish Anisha with the Chulun Shinish Lazara, it's not Asid Raisa. But now he's saying that if you shecht an animal in the Azara, even a Chaya, who's not Roya for a carbon, you have to burn it because it's Asid Raisa. So is it Asir Bahanada Raisa or not Asir Bahanada Raisa? So. Ishtiku, they were quiet. So Asla Kamid, they didn't know the answer. They asked Rabba, Amrlahu, Palgu Kumaychu, I see, uh, you know, he stumped you. Apparently, uh, they called him a Palgo because he would argue a lot. He was, uh, he was one of these Rabbanim who uh, always got into it. So he said, I see, he stumped you. The answer is very simple. Again, the contradiction is we said that according to Rav Shimon, if you Makadish and Isha with an animal that's not a carbon that was shechted in the base of the dish, it, it works. So it's not Asabahana. But he also said it's also bahana. So what's the what's the deal? So the answer is, it's very simple. If the shechita was a kosher shechita, it's also bahana. If the shechita was not a kosher shechita, it's not also bahana. So the Gemara says, The case is like this. Really, Rav Shimon holds if you shecht an animal in the Beis Hamikdash that's not a carbon, it's also bahana. I, I thought he said it's mikudeshes. That was talking about a case where you shecht it and you find out the animal's a trefa. So it wasn't a kosher shechita. If it's a kosher animal that you shecht and under every other circumstance it would be a carbon, except you didn't make it a carbon, then it's aser bahana de raisa. And if you make kadesh with it, no good. 
I, he said, if you make Kaddish Isha with it, it works. That's talking about a case where you shecht and you find that it's a trefa, so it wasn't a kosher shechita. If it's not a kosher shechita, Roshimon holds that it's not a sabano. The raisa. The answer is, the Tanya, Hashaycha is a trefa. If you shecht an animal, it's a trefa, so it's not a kosher shechita. Vechen Hashaycha venims a trefa, or if you shecht, you find out it's a trefa. Seb is a chulim bazara, and both cases you're talking about not a carbon in the base of Mikdash. Roshimon matter bahana, acham ois. Roshimon holds it's mother bahana. So Roshimon agrees that generally it's also bahana, but he feels that it's mother bahana if it's not a kosher shechita, meaning in the scenario where the animal turns out to be a trefa. Okay. Now, we said the next aspect of the Mishnah is that these things in the Mishnah, all these Isurei Hana, are not toifes damav. Right? So let's say, but if you sell Basabachalov, even though you're not allowed to, the money that you get is Mutter Bahana. That's called not Toifis Damav. Toifis Damav means that the Isser goes to the cash and the Isser keeps going. This is called not Toifis Damav. How do you know this? So, Minalan. Now, the reason is because Avaydazara is Toifis Damav. Meaning, if you have a, 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 an idol, right? A Buddha, right? It's Asabahana. You sell that Buddha, the money is also Asabahana. You have to take the money to Yama Melech. That's called Taifis Damav. So the Gemara says, The Pasuk says, By idolatry, That the money shall be usher like the item itself. The Pasuk specifically says that by Avodizara, it's Taifis is Damav. The implication is, Meaning the Pasuk specifically says that by Avodizara, it's Taifis is Damav, which the implication is that by other Isurim, it's not Taifis is Damav. Okay. Now let me ask you a question. So the Pasuk says it by Avedizara, and we say, oh, you see, Avedizara is the exception. Maybe Avedizara should be the rule, right? It says it by Avedizara, maybe it means all Isurim should be learned out from Avedizara. How do you know Avedizara is the exception and not the rule? So the Gemara says, Benelov Minei, learn out from Avedizara that it's the rule and not the exception, that all Isurim are Typhus is Damav. So the Gemara says, Meshum da Avedis Kechav, Mushvi is Shneik Sumban Keechad, Becheshu Sumban Keechad, Emelam. And the answer is because the Pasuk says the same concept of Typhus Damav twice, Avedizara and Shmita. Right, there's obviously laws of Shemitah fruit, has many laws. One of them that, you know, at a certain point you have to burn it, whatever, it has many laws. The halacha is that if you trade Shemitah fruit either for money or let's say for chicken, the chicken now has Kedusha Shemitah. And uh, the laws of Shemitah now apply to the chicken. Typhus Damav, it extends. So because the Pasuk says by Avodah and Shemitah, that's called Shneik Suva Ban Ke'echad, anytime a concept is found in two places, that means those two places are the exceptions and not the rule. Because if it was the rule, you wouldn't have to say it twice, just say it once, I'd learn out from it. The fact that the Pasuk writes the same concept in two places means those two places are the exceptions and not the rule. So the Pasuk is now saying that we have two concepts in the Torah of Taifas Dam of Avodah and Shemitah. Now, Avodizara, we had a pasuk. Ha'isachayim kamayu. Avodizara had the amen. Shviyas mahi. What's the source that shmita is typhus is damav? Because the pasuk says by shmita yoyvel he kodesh tiyalachem. The pasuk says that shmita yoyvel right yoyvel was also shmita has the same laws as shmita kodesh tiyalachem. It shall be holy. Meaning the pasuk is calling shmita like kodesh like kadshim. What's the law of kadshim? Kadshim is typhus damav. Right. So because kadshim is typhus is damav, so to shmita which is called kadshim. Is also typhus is dumb. Makoidesh typhus is dumb. Ashvius typhus is dumb. Okay? Now, there is one distinction between Shmita and Koidesh. And that is that, let's say you have an animal, right, that has a blemish. It's supposed to be a carbon. It has a blemish. It's holy, but it has a blemish. So what do you do? You transfer the holiness onto cash. Typhus, dumb. But what happens to the animal? 
holiness, poof, goes away. That's not true with Shemitah, right? The law of Shemitah is as follows. If you have apples that are Shemitah, they're holy. You transfer, you sell the apples for cash. The cash and the apples are holy. You, you use that cash to buy cheese. The apples and the cheese are holy. Always The apples always remain holy, and the last thing is always holy. In the in-between loses it. But the point is, so you're telling me that Shemitah is Teufus Damov, because it's like Kachim, but Kachim, when it's Teufus Damov, the original item becomes permitted. That's not true by Shemitah. So that's a strange thing, that Shemitah is Teufus Damov, because it's learned out from Kachim, but Kachim, the animal, becomes mutter, becomes non-holy when it's transferred to the cash. But that's not true with Shemitah. If you have apples that are Shemitah, and you buy, you sell them for money, the apples and the money are holy. So it's a strange thing. So the Gemara says, So why don't you say by Shemitah that it should be Teufiz Damav, I agree, but the apples should become profaned. But that's not what happens. So the Gemara says, The Pasuk says, by Shemitah, Kodesh Tia Lachem. Tia means it shall be. Meaning it's Kodesh, it's Typhus, it's Damav. But Tia, it remains. Tia means the original apples remain. So it is Typhus, is Damav, but it's actually more strict than Kachim. It's Typhus, is Damav, but Tia, the original apples, remain holy always. There's no way to remove that. As opposed to Kachim, where when you transfer it onto cash, the original item becomes profaned. The Gemara says, as the Braces speaks out, the original item becomes... By what? By It becomes mutter. If you have an animal that has a blemish and you transfer the holiness onto cash, the animal is now a regular animal. You could eat it. Shemitah, it's not, never like that because tia shall always be. Baviyosite, it shall always be in a holy state. Ketzad, what's an example? And again, as I mentioned, with Shemitah, the original item is always usur. Then the second item is, is usur as well. But if you go to a third item, then one and three are usur and two are mutter. You understand what I mean? You have apples, you trade the apples for chicken, the chicken and the apples are now holy. You trade the chicken for cheese, the apples and the cheese are holy, not the chicken. It's always, the original item always stays, and the last item. The middle item, that's my Shemitah. No matter how far you go? Correct. Does not matter. So you always have the original item, because Tia, but Teufus is dumb as always for the last one, and the items in between are going to become permitted. And the Bryce just speaks it up. Lokach beper shviyas basar. So you have Shemitah fruit, holy, you trade those, barter those for meat. Both are now holy. You trade the meat for fish. So now the, whole, the, the apples and the fish are holy, not the, not the meat. You trade the fish for wine. Apples and wine, not the fish. All the examples. The rule is, The original item is always aser, and the fruit, and, and the last item. In between becomes permitted. Now, so what's the reason why we say in the Mishnah that all those ten items that are Asar Baharna are not Typhus is Dhamma? Because we said Shnake Suvam Bonka Echar ain't malamdin. Because it says Typhus Dhamma by Avaidazara and Shemitah, and Shnake Suvam Bonka Echar ain't malamdin. Anytime you have a concept of two places, there the exception is not the rule. Ha Nikh Lamandam, Shnake Suvam Bonka Echar ain't malamdin. And Lamandam, Malamdin, Michael Mamar. Let's say you hold that you could learn out from Shnake Suvam. So now why we should learn out from Avaidazara and Shemitah that they're the rules, not the exception. And all these surim are typhus is dhamma. The answer is, by Shemitah and Avedizara, not only does it say it in two places, but it has lishayness that are exclusive. So it doesn't, you don't just have the concept of two places, but each place has like a lashon of like, don't learn out from me. It says by Avedizara, mutixiv, 
Siv Hacha Ki Cherem Hu. It says by Avodah Zara, it is Cherem. It is Typhus' Damav, to the exclusion of others. Siv Hasam Yoival He. And it says by Shemitah Yoival He, it. He ve'in imediachrin eloi. So because it says the Lashon in two places exclusive, we do not learn out from them according to everybody. They're not exactly the same. They're, they're not exactly the same. They are similar. Well, because again, you have Tia. Tia, you're right, but Tia makes it slightly different, but the concept of Typhus's Dhamma at least exists in both. Variations of it, but at least the concept exists in both places. Now, the next Mishnah says like this, HaMekadosh Petrumas, if you're Mekadosh and Isha with Truma, now this could be, as the Gemara is going to point out, this could be a Kayan who gets Truma, it's his, or it could be a Yisrael who's Mekadosh with Truma. Now, you have to, we'll have to figure out what value, how could a Yisrael, right, I separate Truma, and before I give it to the Kayan, I give it to the woman, a Mekadosh, so I have, like, what am I giving her? She can't eat it, she can't use it. Huh? Even if she's a Vaskayan, that's interesting. According to Tysus, you can give a Vaskayan Truma. Tysus, Tysus holds that way in Brachas. I don't know, that's the point. The Gemara does not address that. The point is, it's a good point, but the point is, the Gemara, the Gemara is going to try to figure out what exactly, what value, what value are you giving her as a Yisrael giving her Truma? Like, well, well, how does that work? But anyway, we'll get to that. Kadesh Betrumas, Maestris, right? Maeser. Matanas, matanas were that they're every animal you'd have to give certain elements to the kain called matanas kahuna, right? The cheek, the, the thigh, mechatas, chatas water, ubeifer chatas, and chatas ashes. Now that's also you're gonna have to figure out like what what, what, is, she, what is she gonna do with that? What, there's no market value for uh, chatas water and chatas ashes. You can't sell it. So what exactly? Uh, and by the way, you'll say well, you should be able to sell it for a lot of money because <laughs> it's very very valuable. Uh, the halach is if you sell it, it passes it. So what exactly? What market value does it have? Well, after the gemara, we'll analyze that. All of these work even if a yisrael gives it. Meaning, truma works even if I as a yisrael give truma to a woman, it works. So, so what exactly am I giving her? Okay, so here's the deal. There is a concept that we're going to address right now called toivis hana. Toivis hana means as follows. I get asked this a lot. I have $100 of meiser money. Right? I get asked this. Someone calls me up and they say, I was told to give it to Hatzala. I know the answer is, you can give it to whatever you want. That's called toivis hana. Toivis hana means you have the right to distribute the tzedakah or the truma to whoever you want to give it to. And that's a value. No, 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 no. Tevis Hanam means I have the right to distribute tzedakah where I choose. And that is not just a right as an owner. That is a monetary value. You could pay for that. I'll give you an example. If you told me, let's go old school, uh, Montefiore, Reichman. I'm not talking about people now because I don't want to use their names. Old school, you know, Moses Montefiore is giving $100 million a year to tzedakah. And he says to someone, listen, if you pay me, I'll let you distribute it to... You don't think that that has a value. You'd pay a lot of money to be able to distribute it what you want. Taivas Hana is a value. So the Gemara thinks, perhaps, that is a value. It's not just a value in a market. It's, it's a value that is perceived as a monetary value. So the Gemara thinks... We said in the Mishnah that if I give a woman truma, it works. What am I giving her? I'm giving her the right to distribute. And that right to distribute is a value because I'll give you an example. Let's say you're not a Kayan, but you have a Kayan friend who you know is not doing well. You might go over to me and you know that I give a lot of truma. You might say, listen, I'll give you a hundred bucks to give him the truma. And I could take money for that because I'm not paying for the truma. I'm not, I'm not selling truma, which is not allowed. I'm selling the rights to distribute. So maybe 
The reason why it works is because we perceive in halacha, toivis hana is momen. Meaning it's not just a, a right, it's a monetary market value. So by me giving her truma, I'm in essence giving her the right to distribute that truma, which could have a value depending on the amount. So perhaps that's what that's why it works in the Mishnah. If you hold Taivasana Maman, that the right to distribute is perceived as a a tangible monetary value, then I'm giving her that. So the Gemara says, Amrullah, Taivasana ain't a Maman. Ula says, Nope. Taivasana is not a Maman. Meaning, while it is a right of yours, it is not considered a monetary right, meaning it's not something you can take someone to court for. It's not considered a monetary value. Now here's the problem. According to Ula, how does he understand the Mishnah? Again, I'm giving her truma. She can't eat it. She's got to give it to a kayan. What value am I giving her? So I said, If you hold I'm giving her the right to distribute the truma. That's a value. But Ula holds in a moment. is not considered a monetary value. So if it's not a value, what am I giving her? So the Gemara says, but if you hold Tevis Hanah is not Mammon, the right to distribute is not considered a monetary gift, it's not considered a monetary value, then what are you giving this woman? So the answer is as follows. I'll tell you what the Gemara should be a much more simple answer, as Rashi says, and then we'll go to the Chiddush. The answer could be very simple. I'm a Yisrael, but my grandfather, my maternal grandfather is a Kayan. What's the halacha if you're a Kayan? The halacha of a Kayan is, I can't sell Truma as a Yisrael. Right? I can't sell truma. That's not allowed. It's not mine to sell. I can't go over to the kayin and be like, you want my truma? Give me 10 bucks. Not allowed to do that. But let's say I'm a kayin. So what do I do for truma? I separate it, and then I keep it. I have to officially separate it, but I'm a kayin. I could keep it. I could sell that to another kayin because it's mine. A kayin can sell his truma. What you're giving in the Mishnah, the Mishnah is talking about a case where Yisrael is giving truma to a, a, a woman, and she could sell that truma. How could she ever sell that truma? The answer is he got truma that was separated from his maternal grandfather as a Yerusha. His grandfather was a guy. Meaning, the grandfather had his own truma, separated it, and then died. Passed it along to you, you're the next kin, you're Yisrael. Now you can't eat it. But because it's already separated truma, and it's not your separated truma, it's your grandfather's separated truma, he's a Kayan, you could sell it. You could sell it to a Kayan. Because I'm not selling my truma. I'm selling what his item, which was already truma that was separated. Because he could sell it, I'm allowed to sell it as well. That's the case of the Mishnah. So I'm giving her truma she could actually sell. How could you sell truma? The answer is, if it was separated by a kayan, the same way he could sell it, it was already separated, I could also sell it. Now, the Gemara now takes it a step further. That should be what the Gemara says. The Chiddush is, the grandfather didn't leave truma for me. He left tevel. And this opinion the Gemara holds that a, a mixture that has truma in it, it's as if it's already separated. So the same way if the grandfather would have left me truma that was separated, he could sell it, and therefore I could sell it by proxy because I'm his Yorish, I'm in his stead. The cases where he actually left me a mixture of apples that was not yet separated, but this opinion holds that tevel that has truma within it, it's as if the truma was already separated. Truma shaloi horma kemisho horma dami. It's as if it's already separated. So the kayin, the grandfather, it's as if he already separated. It's as if he already could sell it. So I could sell it as well. That's, that's the Gemara says. So the, the, the two mahalchim of what you're giving this woman is either if you hold taivas as mom and I'm giving her the right to distribute. And if you hold enay mom it has to be talking about a case where I, Yisrael, 
inherent truma or tevel that has truma within it, if you hold that, that that's kilu, it's separated, I'm Yorish that from my Koyan grandfather, and because he could sell it, I too can sell it. So the Gemara says, The cases where Yisrael inherits uh, truma from a grandfather who's a Koyan. If his grandfather's a Koyan, doesn't that mean he's a Koyan? No, it's his maternal grandfather who's a Koyan. Okay. Because Savar, and he holds that if you have a mixture of Tevel and Truma and you didn't separate it, it's as if you separated. So the same way if the Kayan, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the same way the grandfather, if he separates Truma or if he has Tevel within it, it's as if he separated it. He's the full owner and he could sell it. So too I, as the Yarish, can also sell it. Okay. We are feeling yourself. Does it really. No, because you'd have to say the mission. Yeah, no, you'd have to say, you'd have to say, yeah, yes, yes. Because the mission makes it sound like all Yisrael, not all Yisraels. It's Dafka Yisrael that is Yerush, whose grandfather was a Kayan. Yeah. yeah. Vafil Yisrael, meaning there could be a scenario where Yisrael is giving Truma and it works. Okay. She could sell it. The same way I could sell it because it was already separated by the grandfather Kayan, or it's Ke'ilu, it's separated by the grandfather Kayan. So the same way I could sell it, the grandfather could sell it, I could sell it, she could sell it as well. Yeah. You can only sell it to a coin. A coin is the only one that could eat. Correct, but it has a market value. Yeah, it's not going to be a big market value okay. because the cat know that I got no one else to sell it to, but at least it's got something. So again, so the either the two explanations of the Mishnah that it's a value is either Toivus Anom Mamen, that I'm giving her the right to distribute the truma, and therefore it's every Yisrael has that, or Taivis and Aina Mammon and Zdafka talking about a case where you inherit truma from your maternal grandfather. Those are the two options. So the Gemara says, So they, they once asked Ravuna, is Taivis and Mammon or not Mammon? Meaning, is the right to distribute, is the right to distribute considered a monetary value or not? So, he says, let's bring a proof from our Mishnah. What did our Mishnah say? The Mishnah says that if a Yisrael gives truma to a, a woman, it works. Now, what, what could a woman do with this? The answer she could distribute. And our Mishnah is a proof that So Amar he responded, no. Didn't we just got finished explaining? Yisrael, go to the next page. Now, no, are really Tavis and I ain't a moment. So what's the Mishnah referring to? The Mishnah is referring to a case where the Yisrael is Yerushit from his grandfather. And again, it's not Yerush Truma that was separated, because that would be easy. It's a bigger Kiddush. Yerush Tevel from the grandfather, but it, they, this opinion holds that when you have truma in a mixture, even if it's not separated, it's keilu it's separated. It's a bigger chiddush because Rashi says if you look at Rashi on Nunchas on Oman Aleph, Rashi says the bottom line: Who adinami matzilokmi betruma shenafal beisavi imay? It could Rashi says it could have been a much simpler case. The grandfather separated the truma and then died. And then it's easy, just truma, boom. But Rashi says, The, the Gemara wanted to give a bigger chiddush. So the chiddush is that it's tevel that's mixed in truma. And it wasn't even separated, and it holds that when you have tevel that has truma within it, wasn't that excuse it's separated. Okay, fine. Okay. So after this back and forth, Rav Huna said to Rav Hutzaat, you're Hutza. Now, oh, so what's Hutza mean? So he thought it was an insult. Hutza means outside. Like, you get outside. You have no idea what the sugi is talking about. So, Ichsef, he got embarrassed. 
He, he thought he was saying, Hutza, you, you, you're an outsider, meaning you have no idea what you're talking about. But he says, no. This is what I meant to say. You're Hutza, meaning you're following Ravasi of Hutzel. Ravasi of Hutzel was a big rov. And he's saying, you, you, your shot in the Mishnah was Ravasi of Hutzel. You're a Hutza guy. So, meaning he didn't mean to offend him. He was saying, you know, it didn't go over well. Okay. So we have a Shailah of whether Toivas Hana is Momen or not. Again, the right to distribute is it considered a value or not. So the Gemara says, name a ketanoi. I think it's a machlekes tanoi. How so? Okay, Adam has $100 worth of apples. Now, he has not separated truma. Let's just go easy math. $100 of apples, but 20 bucks are going to be truma. Okay, let's just, I know it's not, but just whatever. So $100 of apples, but within the apple, he's Yisrael. He can't eat $20 worth, but he's got $100 of apple. He has not yet separated truma. $20 of that mixture is truma. I come and I steal all the apples. How much do I have to pay him? Do I have to pay him $100 because I stole $100? Or I could argue he really, he's, uh, he's not going to be spending the 20 bucks anyway because he's a Yisrael. I really only stole from him 80 bucks. It's a machloi kestanayim how much I have to pay. Why 80, not 20? He's a Yisrael. It's $20 worth of truma. There's $100 worth of apples, $20 worth of truma mixed in there. He can't eat that truma anyway. So I only stole from him $80 worth of edible apples. So, oh, so, so the Gemara says the Machlegas Tanoim. So let's figure out the Machlegas. What value does those $20 have to you? Nothing. So why am I? Why is one opinion hold? I have to pay you 100 bucks. The answer is if you hold Tavis Hanamamin, so then you have the right to distribute that $20. Those $20 mean something to you. They have a value because I had the right to distribute that $20. Therefore, well, maybe, and maybe. Well, I'm saying, so you're right. It's not exactly going to be, but at least it explains why you, I'd pay more than 80. You understand? Yeah. Value. I don't think the guy cares. He stole. I don't understand. What do you mean? I don't understand. The, the, truma, the value of the apples is $20 worth of truma. I stole $100 worth of apples. He had not yet separated truma. Within that apples is $20 worth of truma, $80 worth of truma. I stole $100 worth of apples, but 20 of them are truma. How much do I have to pay him? 100 because I stole, or 80 because that's all he could eat. It's machlegas tanayim. So what's the tzad? Why would I have to pay hundred dollars? He could only eat eighty. What, what is what is what is he? How could he? How could he tie into that? I have to pay him the extra twenty dollars. It has no value to you. The answer is it does have a value if you hold tayvus on no If you hold that the right to distribute is an actual tangible value that you could take someone to court for, so then I understand why I have to pay hundred dollars. Eighty because the apples he could eat, and twenty because the apples he could sell. Okay, he he could. He could distribute at his own value, and he could even get payment for that distribution. So that's why you get $100. And on the 80, if you return the apples and only 80, 80% return, he has to give Truma from an air? Correct. From, from the 80%. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but the point is, but, that, but then I'd have damage, to pay. There's more damage coming back to him. No, no, because. Money. No, because at the end of the day, if, if I'm paying cash, so you don't avoid the shilas. Cash, I have to pay hundred dollars. What do I have to pay hundred dollars for? I don't know, you're getting into the the math of truma. So whatever, it's two percent. Whatever, he'll have to eventually separate it. But the, what it does? Forget about the practicality of truma. I don't care. I'm talking about how much did I steal from him? Did I steal eighty percent or a hundred percent? That's the question. Yeah. If the guy gets the stuff back, does he have to get Truma? 
Yeah, he tells the truth. It doesn't matter, though. We're getting... We're, we're, Why doesn't it matter? I don't understand that. Who cares? What matter? What does it matter if I pay him cash? It doesn't matter what he will practically do with the apples. And if he drops them on the floor, he'll throw them. I don't care. I'm talking about I'm a thief. I have to pay for what I stole. The question is, what did I steal? Did I steal $80 because that's all he could have eaten? Or did I steal 100 So the question is, why would I have to pay 100 What value did he have to the extra 20 He's a Yisrael. He's going to have to give it away anyway. The answer is, Toivis Hanar's moment. Ah, so the Gemara says, You steal $100 from another person, but $20 has truma. Rebbe says you got to pay all 100 back. Rebbe says, no, you only pay him the stuff he could eat, meaning you deduct the value of the truma that you stole, because he didn't steal it from him, and you pay him 80 bucks. So I'm not going to 80 or 100. My lab, how can I What's the machlekes about it? Must be mar serve tayvus and amamin. Mar serve tayvus and eid amamin. That must be the machlekes. If you hold tayvus and amamin, so then I stole a hundred dollars worth from you. Why? Eighty you could eat, and twenty that you could be paid for to distribute. The other holds the tayvus and eid amamin, which is that all that matters is the stuff that you could eat, which is eighty bucks. So that seems to be a machlekes tonight. So I think we're going to give um, I don't know, it's about the three or four different mahalchim to avoid this machlekes. Gemara says no. Like kuli amatayvus and Everyone agrees that the right to distribute is not a monetary value, and the truth is, all I stole from him was eighty bucks, because the twenty dollars that he can give out as truma is not a monetary value. So why am I paying a hundred dollars? You know what the case is? The case is not where it's his apples. The case is where the grandfather was a Kayan. And the grandfather did not separate the Truma yet, but he had Tevel. So the $100 was really the grandfather's. And it fell to him as a Yerusha. Now, as I said before, if the grandfather would have separated the Truma... Fully separated, he's a Kayan, he could sell it, therefore when he dies, the grandson could also sell it. The case is, <clears throat> in which case it would be universally accepted he stole $100 from him. The case is where the grandfather did not separate the truma yet. And this is the overall shail that we had before, which is that when you have a mixture of tevel and truma that's not yet separated, do we look at it as if it's already separated? So when the grandfather left the Yerusha to the grandchild, did he leave $80? Because we don't look at the truma as if it's separated. Or do you say, no, we look as if it's already separated. In which case, the same way the grandfather could have sold all 100, the grandson could also sell all 100. So that's what the Machleik is about. But it's not related to the type of It's specifically talking about a case where the grandson is Yisrael, the grandfather maternally is a Kayan, and he didn't separate it yet. And the Machleik is whether it's Kayilu, it's separated. That's the first Mahalach. Or, Iba Yisema, the Kuli Yami Shehum Yidami, Type of Another answer. You know what the case is? Adam's $100. No, no grandfather. $100. He could only eat 80 of it because 20%, you got to give a, you, what, a truma is, let's say, uh, a 50th, right? So you give a 2%. 2% of that mixture is worth 20 bucks, let's say. Okay. So what's the machlegas about? You know what the machlegas is? You're supposed to give a 40th, a 50th, or a 60th of truma. That's to Mekayim. Now, there's two aspects of truma. There's when you separate truma, making the mixture permitted, and then there's the mitzvah to give the koyin. Now, when you give a 40th or 50th, 60th, you actually accomplish both. Shmuel shita is that if you give one bean 
you technically removed Tevel from the entire mixture. Now, you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah of giving to the Kayin, but he feels technically, on a technical basis, there is no shear for Truma. Truma can be accomplished. Again, not the Mitzvah of giving to the Kayin, that, that, but the removing the Isser. So the answer is like this. The case is it's $100. So you'll say, how did I steal $100 worth? You have to separate truma. And if you separate the proper amount of truma, it's 20 bucks. The answer is, yeah. But if you follow Shmuel, I could separate one grape. And I won't be Mekayim the Mitzvah Bishlamas, but I'll leave, at least remove the Isser. If you agree with Shmuel, I technically stole $100 worth from him. If you don't agree with Shmuel, I stole $80 worth. That's the Mechalikas. Whatever. Not, yeah, not, yeah, but but point. So when it's hundred, it means it doesn't mean literally hundred. It means close to hundred. You're right because it's it's technically a hundred minus a minute amount. The point is that that's that's the machleikus of whether you agree with Shmuel Shita that there's this new concept that truma has no shear. That the shear from the tire of a fortieth or fiftieth, sixtieth is the mekayin the mitzvah of giving to the kayan. But removing tevel could be accomplished even on one grape. Another machleikus ibay same the kuliyama lastly the Shmuel hachanu time the Rebbe konsur uh, by the way, super easy, uh, super easy solution. Rebbe's opinion is that I have to pay $100. This is like the most easy one. I don't know why I didn't think about it until I did the Gemara. So he said, if you hold, again, $100, 80 of it you could eat, 20 of it you have to give to a client. So he said, according to Rebbe, you have to pay all 100 Why? You know the answer is? You're a thief. You should pay. We're punishing you. You're right. Technically... On a technically basis, it should be $80. Because toivus are not in a moment. You know what? You're a thief. We're punishing you. You shouldn't be stealing from people. $100. Knas. That's it. $80 legit. $20 knas. I, it doesn't make sense. And toivus are not. I don't care. Stop stealing. Or the opposite. Or the opposite. Everyone agrees with Shmuel that one bean and one grape can remove it. So why does Rebbe, so why does, um, so why does anyone say 80? Because then, if you think about it, everyone agrees that I basically stole $99.80 from him. So why does Rebbe Yosibayuda say 80? The answer is we're punishing you, you, not the thief, the other one, you should not have Truma sitting around your house. The second you get a mixture, you should directly take it to the client's house. If you stole, if they stole it from you, that means that you already messed up. So either either it's eighty according to everybody, and we punish the thief for hundred, or it's hundred according to everybody, and we punish the landowner that he only gets eighty because he should not be leaving truma in his possession. He should not be leaving it around. You should be right away. Get rid of it right away. The, the place can talk about that there's like a, not a knas api halacha, but that if you have like a, a dish that's not kosher in your house, uh, some people are like, okay, I'll put it aside, I'll get to it. No, no, no. You're required to do that spot, boil the water if you can. I mean, kasher, kasher. You should not be leaving things in your house that are not allowed. It's because of this gemar. Okay, let's just finish up. Tanan hamakadish betrumasumaisris now, the Gemara now is going to address, we'll finish up the parak, let's do the next mission, it's pretty easy. Um, the kasha is as follows. If I give a woman the ashes of the paraduma or the paraduma water, I marry her with that. Now the question is, what value does it have it? So you'll say, you could sell it on the market for a lot of money. No, you can't. There are many, I have a contradiction. If a judge gets paid to be a judge, dean of betalim. It's bottle, his uh, judgments are bottle because, um, uh, what do you call it? It's, it makes him, uh, uh, makes him what do you call it, impar- uh, partial. 
Uh, you should not be paid to the judgment. Nowadays, how they do it, it's a different. At least they're not being paid by litigants. They're being paid, whatever. They, they are being paid by litigants, but I guess they're both being paid the same amount, so it's it's equal, whatever. Lahoid, if you're paid to testify, it do say bottle. It's the testimony is bottle because you have negias. Or Moshe Feinstein is a very famous chuva where he has a chuva to Reagan before he was president when he was uh, governor, governor of California, also governor. So he, uh, Reagan asked Ramosha about. Um, uh, the the, uh, the the Jewish perspective on capital punishment. So Ramosha talked about it. Ramosha said the concept that you have in the Goyesh Velt that they'll they'll trade your testimony for a lightening of the sentence. Ramosha says is completely bottle according to Jewish law because you're being incentivized. It's you're paying the witness. If you testify against them, then we won't be so harsh on you. So he says you're paying the witness to say that thing, and that, that that's a edus bottle. Lahazos, if you pay someone to sprinkle. Huh? Maybe someone himself. It's, it's no, but even saying that I did it or I didn't do it. No, but even if no, we, halacha, we don't accept your edus because ain't But I'm I'm being made on him so that I get a lighter sentence. So I'm being incentivized to say that that's a pay, they're paying the witness. It's no good. Lahazis, if you pay someone to sprinkle the paraduma waters or lekadish to mix the chatas waters, meimamemara. The water is like cave water, and it's like ordinary ashes. Meaning, if you're paid, if you're paid to 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 use this. It it, it 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 invalidates it. So what market value does giving you the water if you can't sell it? You can't be paid to mix it. You can't be paid to sprinkle. So what value is it? The answer is, The answer is, there is a market value because you could get paid to deliver it. Meaning, I can't get paid to sprinkle the waters. I can't sell the waters. But if they need to, they need to travel, the waters need to go to Tel Aviv. You, you'll pay me as a delivery boy. So I'm giving the woman the rights to collect that. She now has the water, and now she can be paid as a delivery person. That, that's all right. You can't be paid to sprinkle, but you can be paid to deliver. The Gemara says, um, uh, I'll prove it to you, because when that Bryce says that it's, that it's invalid to get money, it says, to sprinkle. It doesn't say to do anything, because you could you could deliver it. It's dafka sprinkling that invalidates it. Hajan alachish makadish. Okay, new Mishnah. He's not allowed to give her the value of sprinkling because that that's not a market value, but he's giving her the right to deliver, or to get it from the well. Whatever the point is, the the the, the preparation and delivery that that you could get paid for. So. Maybe that, I don't know. That's a good point. That's a check. That's a value. I'm giving her the right to deliver it. The, 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 she now collect can collect payment for delivery. That that's a value. Um, okay, new Mishnah. We will run through the Mishnah quickly. If you say, I, I, listen, I, I I say to Adam, I say Adam, whatever, I say Adam, Mikadosh for me. Yeah, he goes and he doesn't do the right thing. Instead of Mikadosh for me, he's Mikadosh for himself. He does a jerk move and he uh, he does it for himself. You know what the halach is? It works. We don't penalize him. Whatever, he's Mikadosh Nishin. He shouldn't have done it, but it works. And the shliach, instead of doing his shlichus, does it for himself. It works. Meaning we don't penalize you. And as the Gemara is going to point out, it's a ramois. It's a dishonest thing to do. But okay, but okay, but still, still pays. Still works. If you say to a woman, this is just in the laws of uh, the lotion of your tonight. You say after thirty days. You know what that means? That means, and you give her a ring. That means we're married after 30 days. Not now. Not retroactively. We're after 30 days. 
It, you're just saying it's like a time release. During those 30 days, if she marries someone else, then she's no longer your wife. So it, it, it's not retroactive. It's saying, I'm giving the money now, but it'll only take effect in 30 days. So during those 30 days, she can marry someone else. And if she does, then she's not married to you. Okay. And if the second guy who came married her is a kain, she can eat truma, meaning it's, it's for sure married to the second guy. It's not a sophic. But this next case, the Gemara is going to have to elaborate what the shaila is. The next case is you say, So you give her a ring now. And you say, that means that after 30 days, we're married retroactively. So during those 30 days, her status is a little up in the air because when it reaches 30 days, it's retroactive. Up to that point, she's still single. So the halacha is, if someone else marries her during the 30 days, we look at it, perceive in a way that she's married to both. I think we'll elaborate what exactly the shayla is, and therefore she needs a get from both. And she can't eat truma during that time period because we don't really know who she's married to. She can't eat truma if the second one's a kain because it's not retroactive yet. She can't eat truma from the first one. I'm saying the first one, it's not retroactive yet. Can't eat truma if the second one's a kain because when it, after 30 days it'll be retroactive, she was never married to him. So because of this limbo, she can't eat truma from either one. Now, and if she's a vaskain, she can't eat truma either because she might be married to Yisrael. Now, the Gemara just will end with this. The Mishnah said that if you, Mekadosh Anisha, and uh, no, I send the shliach, Mekadosh Anisha, and the shliach marries her for himself, it works. Now, the Gemara, the Mishnah never mentions that the guy was a jerk for doing it. It just says it works. The Brisa speaks it Tana, the Brisa says, Masha it works. But you acted deceitfully. Says the Gemara, Tana Didon. Why does our Mishnah not mention it? The answer is our Mishnah does. Holach. When the Mishnah says holach, that the shliach went, it meant he went in an evil way. Okay, it's the same thing. If you if you send the shliach, mekadesh anisha, and the shliach is mekadesh for himself, it works. Right, right, right. Okay.